Hello and welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me, as always, are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you today? My back hurts. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. What happened? It's more of the side, but... Oh, I don't know. I was, I'm 40. I'm, I'm mid-40, so I was just sitting weird, I guess. Oh, didn't have anything to do with work? No, not really. Okay. Wow. Okay, that sucks. I know the feeling, though. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how are you today? Well, I'm dead. <laughs> what? How? Uh, I don't know. That's just what the newspaper says. Oh, you forgot to drink water. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, we're, we're referencing Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, which we're both obsessed with. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we're, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in a mode right now where I'm getting obsessed with a lot of things like that in the Y files. So uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's a thing. Those are called fixations. Yes. <laughs> I'm not spurging out. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, boy. So, it's a weekend, weird. And, as usual, we have got some news to go over. Um, So, I'm looking forward to this. And I would like for Mike to go first. Me? Well, wait, don't we have, uh, it begins with an R? You know what? You're right. Thank you. I had just said we were going to do this first, and I completely (laughs) fucking forgot. We're doing reviews. Short-term memory is a bitch. It really is when you hit your 40s. So... (laughs) Uh, we're reading some reviews from Apple Podcasts, I guess. It's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts. Apple Buttcasts. Apple Apple Butts. That, that's t- different, and I don't like it. It Apple should be bottom? iTunes. No, it should be iTunes. I don't like the fact that they changed it. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like that either. I mean... Stick to your guns. Don't be Google. Everybody's got to change things to be synergistic and oh, edgy I- and new and edging themselves oh, off to oh, oh, edgy, edging oh god yeah <laughs> i don't want to think about apple edging so uh let's start with the first review guys uh this one is from darth plato uh he says these okay first off amazing hosts oh five stars these three dudes mesh so well together it's nuts you get the whole spectrum from total believers to absolute skeptics, and somehow the three of them really make it work. They clearly do a ton of research for every episode and then break it down into silliness if the situation calls for it, or take it super serial if that's what seems appropriate. This is one of my favorite podcasts every week for a good, genuine laugh and a think at the same time. Oh, at least it's not a wank. Oh, God. <laughs> That's nice. That's a nice Yeah, it's, it's a very good review, and I really don't want to think about anybody wanking to us. Well, on a long enough timeline with enough <laughs> people listening, we're going to get some wankers. Just, oh, just make your peace with it now. Oh, on a long enough timeline, the not fapability of everyone drops to well, zero. And here's the thing. It'll probably happen when we record our episode on the Lacerda Files. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, I really want you to be a big part of that episode. Dommy, mommy, lizard lady. Ability content? For the lizard tits. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our next review. <laughs> we have two this week, by the way. Our next review is from QWERTY Miscellany. The podcast for those who want to believe but know a fake when they see it. Hmm. Four stars. Ooh. <clears throat> yeah, no. Having fun listening to this one. 
Kevin and David know their stuff. Mike, Mike keeps them from getting too off the deep end. Mike don't know shit. <laughs> Audio quality is also good for a home setup. I've heard many pots that have worse sound. Well, that's good to know. Also mm-hmm. appreciate that while Kevin is a true believer, he can spot the bullshit and isn't afraid to call it out, whether it is racism, anti-Semitism, or just general batshittery. There you go. So thank you to QWERTY Miscellany and Darth Plato, both of you. Those were very nice reviews. That was nice. Yeah. Our current rating on uh, Apple Podcasts slash iTunes is a 3.5 out of 5. Well, we're moving on up, moving on up. And uh, don't forget, if you write a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whichever, we will... Whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, we are checking every week, and we will read it Find out what they're calling it this week. Yes. What's it called? Anyway. uh, Sorry, that's a podcast I listen to. Uh, (laughs) So, thank you guys for that. And now we can do the weekend weird. Okay. Finally, yeah, Jesus like Christ. Yeah. Fuck me sideways with a crowbar. Mike, you're first. <laughs> I'm first. Okay. Because so, Mike's the best one. Yes. <clears throat> so here's here's something weird. What do you think about herpes? Um, I try not to. I think it's... Uh, I mean, like, are we talking like genital or are we talking like the uh, cold sore? Well, in general, I mean, they're they're both... I mean, I don't Basically really have same a virus. I don't want to have a positive outlook on the damn thing. I mean, David, I wouldn't say I'm very pleased about him either. Well, how do you feel about herpes fighting cancer? Hmm. Um, is this like apparently? Is, uh, it, is this like a like SmackDown? <laughs> well, you know, it could be a WWE style in your body. You know, your Her- herpes uh, Hogan. Your body is the squared circle. I will face you, cancer, here in the squared circle. You will go down. Vince McMahon, he will not do your bidding if he's dead. So apparently uh, scientists in uh, the UK have been able to repurpose uh, herpes. There you go. That's where I'm looking for. Herpes. I've been able to repurpose herpes to fight cancer. I, and it's what? shown very positive uh, human trials. So, so, so wait, do they teach it kung fu? What's going on here? Here's yeah, they, they 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 dial it up and you know put it in the white room where Neo was. And yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, hey hey hey, you know Steve, yeah, you know how he's got herpes, yeah. Have you noticed, unlike the rest of us, he doesn't have cancer? <laughs> My question is, like, if you want to help treat someone, is it administered orally? Oh, <laughs> God. Well, so there, there are two. So this isn't any normal herpes. Obviously, you can't just. <laughs> people herpes. without people with herpes Fucking aren't super cancer herpes, free. Yes. So what they do is they take they take the regular herpes virus and genetically modify it. <laughs> I'm just they, they teach it Kung Fu. Once again, they take two things and force them to do what eventually came naturally. But uh, the viral treatment known as RP2 and its genetically engineered strain of herpes simplex 1, which is the, you know, mouth version. And sometimes the genital version is uh, herpes simplex 1 as well. But most commonly... It's usually 2, right? Yeah, most commonly 2 is the... 
the naughty bits one and one is the, the naughty mouth one. bits one. But, you know, you can give someone one from the other. Yeah. Is that how sex works? That that's, that's when one herpes loves another herpes. herpes. Sex, yes. <laughs> but they uh so it's designed to work on two fronts. First of all, it can, it's uh, injected directly into the tumor. The virus uh, selectively infects and kills certain cancer cells. But it also uh, blocks it, uh, the expression of certain proteins, which uh, which cancer is used to hijack, you know, cells and create new cancer cells. Right. So I, I guess my my question here is what scientist was looking at like this cold sore on his mouth and going, hey, this gives me an idea. Well, I mean, so the, the idea to use genetically altered viruses for mm-hmm. things like this is quite been around for quite a while. I guess it's yeah. just whichever virus is the easiest to uh, use mm. probably has has the best, uh, you know qualities that they're looking for easiest to get yeah i was gonna say i can't imagine it's hard to get herpes in a lab well well herpes herpes widespread probably uh, speaks to its uh infective infectiousness and uh hardiness so it's probably qualities that are you know useful i just picture all delivery method i just picture all the herpes viruses looking like tom hardy now and that's that's like horrible (laughs) You know, no, it, so, it, it makes sense, though. Everything that you're talking about here, like, absolutely makes sense. It's just it's no, kind of it weird does. that, like, we're finally kind of getting to that stage where it's like, well, let's start doing that stuff. See how it works. I just find it weird we get a situation where we can go, finally, a use for herpes. Now, now so, <laughs> you know, and, and herpes is something that's very hard to, not hard, but, you know, it takes It's hard a lot to get of, rid of. It's hard to get rid of, yes. But yeah, also, I mean, like, they say, like, was it herpes C? You... you that's permanent, right? That's like you just have that shit. No, that's he- you're thinking hepatitis. Oh, my bad. <laughs> that's very no, different. Herpes, herpes is also almost impossible to get rid of. But yeah, it just it, goes into remission like cancer. But it doesn't cause too many problems. I mean, it's not it's just, great. It basically causes like you know cold sores and yeah, shit, lesions and things. Yeah, but it doesn't like. As far as we know, it doesn't have. Like, it's not lethal. Unlike uh hepatitis which can you know i think it has like psychological effects like it actually makes you go crazy yeah i mean that's what got uh al capone yeah was hepatitis oh it was hepatitis i thought it was syphilis oh you're right syphilis Syphilis is the one that does that yeah i think hepatitis i don't know what hepatitis does except you know get into family anderson i think i think it uh fucks with your pancreas right Ooh. yeah well, I don't remember, but I know there's you know hepatitis or some bad things that can happen. Wow, so hepatitis but, <clears> is kind of like diabetes. No. Well, it fucks with your pancreas. Sort of. Okay. I, hepatitis could probably give you diabetes. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's, it's a liver thing. Oh. Yeah, it's a it's liver a, thing? Yeah, liver. so hepatitis B, yeah, and C are liver, uh, and then alcoholic hepatitis is the liver inflammation caused by drinking too much alcohol. But yeah, it's basically like a liver thing. Nice. Yep. Or not nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah never not nice. nice. <laughs> but uh, but no, one of the patients in this study uh, experienced a complete remission for 15 months so far. Oh wow! Ooh, yeah. man. So, so here, here's another thing. So I don't know. I'm assuming that these viri probably 
the genetically modified viruses probably don't self-replicate. Because that's one of the things is obviously if you have a genetically modified organism like that, you want to be able to control it. Mm-hmm. And I know with a lot of, you know, viral delivery methods, they, they make it to where the virus itself doesn't self-replicate. Right. So therefore you're not just chocked full of these new viruses <laughs> that, you know, may right, right, have right, other right. problems. Chock full of her road. Or, or it would also mutate, you know, a virus yeah. obviously doesn't ever stay the same. So after you know, generations yeah. of virus could mutate, no, who knows this cancer fighting virus all, all of a sudden causes super herpes where, you know, your head falls off. <laughs> <laughs> and is replaced by a giant blister. Yeah. Um, but look, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so, you know, they probably have a limited shelf life and only, you know, not with shelf life, but a limited time span in the body. Right. They probably they, have to be renewed. Look, yeah, they probably you, like die off or something. What if you could like take like, say, COVID an airborne virus and do something like this and just like get spread to everybody. This sounds and nobody like, has cancer. This sounds like something I've seen before. The stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm just saying, um, it, on a serious note, as someone who has lost, um, several family members and a parent to cancer, uh, fuck cancer. And I'm glad this is, uh, this is promising. Yeah. Thank I, God for herpes. I, you know what? Yeah, thank God for herpes this one time. <laughs> you know? So uh thanks for that, Mike. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, and, it is. Uh I'm I, I really kinda hope you'll keep an eye on this and like update us update us. I don't know what happened with my English there. Update us if uh there's any new developments on that because I will see. Again, uh, lost my mother to cancer, and uh, admittedly, yeah, that doesn't stop me from making jokes about cancer, but um, I, I'm just glad that there's, you know, something on the way, possibly. So, uh, yeah. David, what have you got? Okay, so um, I've got an article from Space.com, and oh it is Contact with E.T., How Would Humanity React by Leonard David. That's funny, because I actually wrote an article mentioning that. Yeah, so you've got this article title, and then immediately underneath they have kind of like that subtitle, you know, for social media purposes. And the immediate answer they offer is, it is unclear what the effects would be. So we've wasted your time. Right. (laughs) You know, uh, um, it, it has some interesting information, just kind of, because that's one of those, like, really interesting questions. Like, what happens when we finally if we finally get proof that there is extraterrestrial life out there and we're able to contact them, like they are a civilization that can be contacted. So, uh, you know, the article is mostly just kind of an overview about like what the current protocol is, that sort of thing. You know, Mm -hmm. what the ripple effects would be, you know, talking about like what, uh, what the, uh, investigation is so far. So, um, what, one thing is, um, uh, like as far as like the immediate future, one of the things they're talking about is something called the Galileo Project, and okay. um, it's all about like those kind of protocols for possible contact with extra uh, extraterrestrial intelligence, um, mostly around like radio signals. But we're probably, you know, radio signals representing something from like a certain age from far back. Like so, the other thing is like also, what other forms of communication could there be in that sort of thing? Okay. 
Uh, and then specifically, like, technically, they're saying that, like, uh, quote, given the nearest star system Alpha Centauri is 4.4 light years away, such signals would require a decade or more uh, for a round trip conversation. As a result, they do not bear consequence to our immediate future. And this right. is from uh, the Galileo Project. So they do talk about a different type of contact that could deliver a prompt impact. Um, it concerns physical objects from another civilization that are already within the solar system. The arriving hardware need not be brainless, but could possess artificial intelligence seeking information about the habitable region around the sun, our backyard. So the idea is that like um, they could use artificial intelligence to create a simulated, uh, I guess you don't want to say like maybe a simulated go between in that case. So like a like a relay kind of a thing. Yeah. So where where we could like probably like program the ideas into the artificial whatever it is, and that way you know if like for example I imagine they would attach that to some sort of like extra solar probe or something like that, because you know when we sent out Voyager, Voyager just had recordings right, and it had right the disc and everything like that, but what if you could create a computer system that could communicate rudimentary? Yeah, basically um, a, uh, basically it'd be like, you know, when you call up uh, tech support and they mm -hmm. have that, you know, automated system. Right, right, right. And so you can like... So, so, so our probe gets there and it's like, if you are intelligent, press one. If you're not intelligent, if you, continue to drool. If you would like to speak to a representative, <laughs> press two and wait. Four point five years. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do like that idea. Yeah, no, and it, like I think it makes sense in a lot of ways. Um, well, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So no, it's just it's it's interesting for me to think about. And like the, uh, you know, the article goes into more depth about like um, like how the protocols will change and everything like that. Like the main thing right now is that there's no like international agreement on how we should engage with like extraterrestrials or visiting extraterrestrial objects. Yeah. Like we don't which, have we don't have guidelines in place. Well, yeah. We look, we don't we don't have guidelines in place for, you know, a asteroid detected on a collision course with Earth. So, yeah. we tend to not have guidelines in place until the thing happens. It's like it's like yeah. the rubber raft that says do not eat. Well, it says that it says that because someone ate it, exactly. obviously. Right. So, so yeah, they didn't think about putting that on there until someone ate it. Yeah, don't put Windex in your eyes. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. So, so as a species, we decided that you know, don't might as well eat ignore, the raft. Ignore a consequence until it actually happens, and then and that's, we'll take care of it. That's a lot of situations. I mean, that's like the fuck. I mean, you know, you don't really think about tornado preparedness until you know tornado season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but or, even or, then, even then, you know, <clears throat> if, say, Kevin, if we lived here and there was a statistic probability of tornadoes, but a tornado has never happened, nobody would give a shit. Right. If, if you live somewhere where hurricanes are a probability, but in living memory have never happened, you're not going to prepare for hurricanes. I mean, hell, I li we live in a hurricane-prone area, and I still don't give a shit. Exactly, <laughs> so... So, like I said, humans are really yeah. bad at risk management. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to run out and buy the milk and bread and then eat my milk sandwiches. <laughs> so, so, um, so, yeah, so another thing that this got me to think about was, like, um, 
if we're considering this, it's possible that like another alien civilization did that. And then the idea is that like, how do we decipher one of those probes if it comes into our area? And the whole thing just reminded me of Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Yes. Yeah. Vija. Yeah, it's, it is basically you know Vija. Yeah. Although Vija is more of they were sending it home. Yeah. Because, you know, I they, still they think... buffed it up and sent it home. I so still maybe think it's more the like the whale probe. That, whale probe. Yeah, the whale Ooh. probe from uh, Star Trek Four. Oh yeah, no, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like the whale probe. Ooh. Oh well, no, don't probe your whales. No, uh, no respect the boundaries. Probe. No, but you. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, now the thing is, I am curious. Um, Mike, what do you think happens to society in general when uh, aliens? So that that's something it, I have thought which, a lot about. Because here's the thing: in my article about disclosure, which I do want before we move on, real quick, uh, I did write an article. It is up on uh, supernatpod.rocks now about disclosure. And uh, one of the Full things... Full disclosure. He wrote an article about disclosure. Indeed. But uh, one of the things I was talking about is the fact that the UFO community is expecting it. Not like, you know, if it happens, but when it happens. Like any minute now. Any And, and when NASA this week said that they were going to have like a conference call thing, everybody's like, this is it. This is disclosure. And I'm like, what? And But in the article... Uh, I was talking about what happens if disclosure happens to society, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're going. I'm curious, what do you think would happen? So, knowing, having seen a lot of what happens, like if if so, it it depends on the scenario, really. Okay. If if say there was a credible enough leak of information, no, okay. You know, no, no one, you know, no, no press conference or anything. At least at first, I think that would probably be the best outcome because it'd be kind of a soft launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and judging on reaction from that, well, not even avoid. judging on that, but just you know, it would prepare people more. It's like you know, I'm going to punch you in the face, so be ready for it. <laughs> okay. But, um, if if say just tomorrow, like noon tomorrow. Biden goes out on, you know, on stage, it's a press conference. He says, aliens are real. Here's Zipnack here. <laughs> Say hi, Zipnack. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, we, we're sorry we covered up for so long, but, you know, they wanted it. They, they, they're shy. But anyway, I, uh, that would be, it wouldn't be catastrophic. I mean, <clears throat> I don't think it'd be society ending or anything like that. But there th- would be a s- not insignificant portion of the population who could not deal with it one way or the other, either by, you know, self-harm or, you know, uh, anti, you know, fighting against it in some yeah. way. Well, I feel like, okay, first off, all trust in the government is gone. What little there was eh, is, is gone. I um, don't think that's true. There's been look. There's been so many scandals and other big shit that has come out about the government that you can't say all trust in government is gone because well, there's still people that are gonna trust them. And it depends on the situation too. Like, oh, if they, idiots! If they didn't want, you know, if the aliens didn't want to be, you know, talked about, well, how? It's like, you know, can you blame the government for not talking about? It? I don't know. Probably, but 
I feel like, you know, in general, there's two reactions we're going to get. One, the complete collapse of uh, religion for some people and the complete uh, embrace of religion with others. Mm. I feel like, you know, a lot of people are like, well, this is it. This is proof that God doesn't exist. And other people will be like, this is the devil tempting us away from our faith. Actually, I honestly think it would be less of a societal impact than, say, World War II. Okay. Well, I mean, how about- and we got through that pretty sort of okay. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Yeah. No, no I, I understand what you mean. Now, David, how about you? What do you, what do you think happens to society? Well, if it's anything like my cat, things are going to get crazy because my cat is trying to get all up in the microphone right now. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Hi, Zelda. Aw, Zelda. Um, no, yeah. I, I'm definitely on the cynical end of all of this, for sure. I don't think it's going to go well. Um, right. if, if it's going to be something that's revealed, it's going to have to be gradual, and then there has to be a certain like threshold by which they're able to kind of finally just come out and say it. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, like there's a certain level of the population that needs to be able to accept this without losing their minds before they can, like, fully reveal it. It's, it's gonna, there's one person in particular I can think of that, uh, if aliens are real and they're aliens, he's gonna kill himself. Mm. Like, flat out, there is a person I know that will kill themselves if aliens like land come out and they're like hello we are here we are sorry about what happened to the cows that's it he's ending his life now see what you do is you hire james cameron to make a series of films about first contact to ease people into the idea and i think they already started that with this avatar series i I think i think that is going to be the i I think it's already happening man i think james cameron's going to lead us into the future are you saying that James Cameron is a tool of the disclosure movement? Why not? Why not? Okay. All right. There you all right. You you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> James Cameron's in on it. He's a giant fucking tool belt. Like why isn't the government talking about unobtainium? Cuz why are they trying um, to keep unobtainium unattainable for us? Cuz we're too busy dealing with adamantium. <laughs> no, no, we're no, we still haven't wrapped our heads around Tex-Mexium. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tex- <laughs> and what about Kekiganium? Oh, yeah. And let's not forget the uh, mononucleic Gun- gold. Gundanium. Gundanium. Oh, man. Dude, we need our giant robots for when the aliens do show up. So, so I, I mean, like, also, I think it depends on the, the objective of the aliens. Like, yeah, if they, yeah. if they breathlessly come on the air and are like... We're being invaded. Yeah, no, everybody's going to lose their goddamn shit. I'd lose my shit. Yeah, no, a- alien invasion, absolutely. But, you know, it's all. I think it's all contextual. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we all know it's just tools of the superstructure, so. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it, you no. know, it also depends on, like, when we talk about aliens, what are we looking at? Like, are they humanoid in appearance or are they something else are they actual like a are they actually like biological entities from our universe or are they multi-universal things are they future humans you know what yeah what version are we going with i don't know that that might be a good idea for an episode is just like well let's 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 puzzle out these different first contact scenarios for different types of yeah 
Yeah, well, one of the episodes I have in mind is uh, going to be called All Them Aliens, and I would mm-hmm. like to go over the various species that are supposed to be involved in uh, Earth politics. Mm-hmm. I guess one of the things we can do is, like, the the uh, lose our shit scale. Oh, exactly. right. Yeah, yeah, like the Mantis Cucks are in that list, and, like, I, think, I have a feeling that would be the one that would, like, really freak people out. Yeah, I think it's a pretty... Uh, self-explanatory progression as yeah. the less human they are oh, yeah. the more like shit if, people lose like if the first ones that show up are the Nordics it's like oh, oh yeah. man there's gonna be a fucking cult based around oh, these yeah, guys no, I, think, I think it'd be the opposite like everybody would just like fall in love and oh like, that's what I mean there's gonna be a cult around the Nordics it's like oh my god it's so hot ew but yeah I mean, uh, there'd, be, there'd be factions that'd be like, oh, they're probably tools of Satan. Yep, but they're or, always like that. Yeah, but and we all know they're actually just tools of the reptilians. But uh, let's move on to, uh, I've got one. If that's okay, anybody got anything else to add to the... Uh... No, nope, go for it. Okay, all right. So this one is from MysteriousUniverse.org because uh, <clears throat> I was just really fascinated with the subject. Uh, article is, of course, by Paul Seaburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, young man posted video. I'm sorry, young man who posted video of a giant claims to be stalked by the CIA, then dies. Jesus Christ! Yeah, no that that <laughs> ended hard. Holy shit! All right, so this gentleman, Mr. Andrew Dawson, is a TikToker, and he was on his way to work with a friend. Uh, and there is a link to the video, gentlemen. I'm going to uh, send you a link to the video if and I can pardon uh, all right sorry we're getting some audio there don't <laughs> need to do that we don't need some kind of a copyright claim when this goes on YouTube all right gents I'm gonna post this in the um, host talk yes thank you host talk y'all ready for this so this is Andrew uh, Andrew's video, Andrew Dawson, <clears throat> and it is certainly a thing. I'm going to give you all a second to watch it. Yep, watching yeah. it now. All right. And you'll see the thing on top of the mountain. Yeah. All right. Now, the young man filmed this and posted it to twit, uh, uh, TikTok, almost said Twitter. <laughs> and he kept trying to go back and kept running into, like, guys from the government and the military saying, ah, this area is closed. Uh, and he kept trying to come back and see it. And then he started saying that he thinks he's being stalked. And then he does a retraction video several days later. Uh, saying uh, it was it was fake, it was all joke, but he's acting nervous and like looking off camera, like he's, you know, like there's a dude with a gun or something. Oh, jeez! And then he turns up dead. Hmm. Like with an obit and everything. Oh shit! Uh, and he had been talking about you know these dudes in black suits and everything, which I think the men in black got him. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's the uh, current running theory. Now, the video, I'm... Here's the thing. When I'm watching it on my phone, I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty... uh, Wow, that's fucked up, man. That looks like a giant. And then when I watch it on my computer, I'm like, that 
looks like the little pin dude from Google Maps in real life. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I think the guy died. Uh, but I also think this was not a real video, maybe? But it is just creepy that he's talking about... He thinks he's being stalked, and then he turns up dead. Mm-hmm. You know, he's being stalked by the government, which... Yeah, but, but what did he die of? Uh, we do not know. Well, if he's in Russia, so, it was probably falling out a window. Canada. Oh, okay. Falling <laughs> off a moose. Falling off a moose. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think... Here's the thing. Mike, you're going to be proud of me for this. I think... Um, he is suffering from paranoid schizophrenia, perhaps. Or paranoia, mm. at any rate. And uh, I think maybe he was suffering from a mental illness and may have killed himself. That, you know, that's that's what I was wondering. Yeah, but, but that's... I, I don't have any information about how he died. It's not mentioned anywhere in the article. Now, how legit is the obit? Uh, well, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, okay. Because so I'm... The a- dude... Yeah. The dude did keep talking about the people that stopped him seem like CIA agents, which I'm like, that's they're way out of their jurisdiction. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. I this, mean, t- uh, you can have a CIA in Canada because then it'd be the Canadian intelligence industry. Oh, hey, or, uh, association or something. Oh, I don't know. And, and the Agency. CIA. CIA so you have to remember, CIA is everything outside of the United States. FBI is inside. Oh, right. So it would be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, CIA um, does do stuff inside. Okay, borders, but here we go. At in this, general. Yeah. At this point, one could look at this as a typical attention-getting series of TikTok videos, and they certainly did get attention in the millions of views they attracted, and the paranormal media coverage that followed them. That would be the end and time to move on, except for a news item posted in the Campbell River Mirror on July 1st, 2022, in the obituaries, Andrew Ryan Watchhorn Dawson. November 4th, 1987 to July 1st, 2022, in loving memory. The photo accompanying the family memorial looks like the same Andrew Dawson in the TikTok videos. The comments on the obituary make note of the videos. Hmm. So, I'm looking at a blown up view of the video. It does, it looks like a thing, like... I don't know. An object? Some or, form of ob- just slender, well, the, tall object. The thing is, it wasn't there the next time he got, any other time he came out. So, that's, it's weird, you know? But I also kind of feel like it might be fake. I don't know. <laughs> or he was tricked. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't want to... I don't want to knock this, like, straight down, but, like, you know, the skeptic that wants to believe has to be very, very careful. Or not the skeptic, but I want to believe, but i got to be real goddamn careful what I believe. Yeah, for know? me, it's either a ARG, like a, a really well-done ARG, because, like, yeah. there's a lot of videos from this guy that exist beforehand. Maybe he wanted to take his turn to create an ARG, but also mm-hmm. it could have just been Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on a hike. And maybe the the, F- I don't know. the the CIA agents were his bodyguards or something like that? Here's the thing. Uh, I showed this to an associate at work that's into this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And if that thing... Like, if you look at being able to see it from this distance, that thing's like 20 feet tall or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That is like well, I, the one fucking it's, huge. There's, there's no frame of reference, so you can't really tell how yeah. big it would be. Okay, but it, thing. it's still pretty goddamn big. Like, if you look at the beginning of the video, you see the size of the mountain. So I wish I could stabilize it, because it I does, know. in fact, move. Mm-hmm. But the it sh- does. <coughs> the shakiness of the video means means you can't really tell how. Yeah. Now, it looks kind of like it's just sliding. Like it's, you know, yeah. post-process. Which, there's a part of me that's like, Bigfoot can't stand on the ice either. Because <laughs> he originally thought it was Bigfoot. Which, you know... Really Bigfoot. Yeah. It's like... It's like three Bigfoot standing on top of each other. <laughs> in a trench coat. I mean, it, it could just be a normal person silhouetted against the sky. Maybe. But I, it's, it just, I just seems know, you know, huge this, to me. It seems huge, but it also zooms it way in. So you have yeah. no frame of reference. I mean, if you look at the features of the mountain, it doesn't seem like it could be that... It has to be that big. There's no trees around it. Yeah, that's the other problem, is there's no uh, reference points. Like, if it was bigger than a tree, that would be a thing. Yeah. Like, no, it's interesting. I I doubt this mm -hmm. is over. I think we're going to hear more about it. I hope so, because I don't want to... I want it to be real. How's that? I want it to be real. Judging by the, the quality of the camera and the fact that it can zoom... I mean, yeah, there are iPhones that, ha- and mm-hmm. my phone has a zoom, but yeah. it doesn't have this good of a zoom. No, but some Androids do. Well, well, no, that's what I'm saying. My phone has, it's like a, I think it's a three X or something. Uh-huh. I mean, this the way this thing crops in. This is like a. Hey, oh, it, it also slide zooms. I just noticed. Okay. So this is like a DSLR or something. Okay. Uh, I it, it doesn't you know, like switch from one zoom level to the next. It actually pulls in. So, you know, it was, you know, professional, at least, you know, prosumer equipment. Right. Uh, interesting little fact. This is on Whistler's Peak Mountain, and it's called that. Do you know why it's called Whistler's Peak? Hmm. Because there are sounds of whistling? Whistle pigs. What? Whistle pigs? Whistle pigs. It's a type of marmot. <laughs> okay. What? It's it's a type of marmot or ground squirrel that emits a high-pitched whistling sound to other marmots about impending danger. And uh, that's why they call it Whistler's Mountain, or Whistler's huh. Peak, because it's loaded with uh, marmots called whistle pigs. Maybe it was just a really big marmot. You know, Mike, like the whiskey, yeah. the Canadian whiskey. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is like just a stack of marmots. <laughs> Marmots all the way down. So it's in Alberta, <laughs> Canaderp. 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 You're looking up Whistler's Peak, Mike? Yeah. I am. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I, I think we're going to hear more about this, though. I think so. Yeah, I don't think this is over yet. Yep. All right. Well, that was, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of hoping to hear more about this, and I hope, uh, I don't know. This is one of those that I really hope is real. It would be but fun. That's me. Yeah. Mike, would you freak out if a giant was real? Um, no. Just keep him away from Billy Crystal, if you know what I mean. Oh, my dinner. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> giant. <laughs> Inigo. Uh, All right, so, Mike, you're up next. What you got? Um, 
I have. Huh. <laughs> no, I, was, I was just looking. Uh, there's there's a there's a sky tram like right where he was looking at it. Huh. huh. Interesting. Hmm, interesting. Anyway. Uh. So so we like we all like podcasts here, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. We like like. I mean, I don't. I mean, I not that I don't like podcasts. It's just, but y'all, y'all sound like you listen to a lot of weird podcasts. About oh, oh, yes, different things. Mm-hmm. And oh, go, oh my, yes. So, so, how would you like to listen to a podcast by Spooks? Oh, ghosts? So ghosts? No, no, not those kind of Spooks. Oh, we talked about the CIA a second ago. How about a CIA oh. podcast? Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, I got, now, I got is something it sixteen to to hours of them apologizing for MK Ultra? Oh, surprisingly, not. Not uh-huh. surprisingly at all. Um, it's a. Uh, it's called the Langley Files. Oh God damn it! <laughs> and uh, it's a PR outreach initiative to oh. burnish the agency's image as well as dispel notions that it's as a glamorous line of work as what? you know our media currently. Does it? it as well? You know, sort of. Well, okay. I, I, really? I think it's. I think the media's portrayal of the CIA is mostly t- tilted nowadays towards you know Iran Contra affair kind of shit, where they're you know or, or helping uh, you. Know, oh, like uh, like Argo kind of stuff. Yeah, or right. You know, mm-hmm. s- Literally selling drugs to get money for guns for rebels yeah. and destabilizing yeah. South American governments. Well, that's certainly that not positive. No, no, it's not. No. Um, so apparently the podcast features suspenseful intro music and a narrator explaining that the CIA will be, quote, sharing what we can with stories that go beyond those of Hollywood scripts and shadowed whispers. Uh, and CIA director Bill Burns is the featured guest on the first episode of The Langley Files. You know what's funny? Apparently, they're taking some inspiration from last podcast on the left, and they're going to try to make it kind of funny. Oh, Jesus Christ. And that's like, <laughs> you remember when they top, when we toppled that government? Yes, yes, I do, my <laughs> chum. Yeah. No. Remember how many rebels burned that day? <laughs> Do you remember when I put that LSD in your coffee? My knees are bleeding. <laughs> remember how we uh, we toppled that uh, Middle Eastern government, and then three decades later, we we're embroiled in a uh, forever war. Forever war. <laughs> Two different times. Oh, oh yeah. good times. Good times. Yeah, I swear, my chum, this is the best line of work. Yeah, no, I, it's just, it does not seem like a good idea to me. Yeah, it just, it, I don't see the point in it. Like, I'll probably listen to it's, it just to, like, get a sense of it, but also, like... I don't I, know I, that I can listen to it without just constantly screaming, <laughs> FUCKERS! Again, quoting Burns in the premiere episode, we, we do usually operate in the shadows, out of sight and out of mind. In our democracy, where trust in institutions is in such short supply, it's important to try to explain ourselves the best we can and to demystify a little bit of what we do. Hey guys, you like ninjas? How about white Midwestern ninjas? (laughs) But with a gun and cocaine money. Here's the thing, alright? I've seen what the government's websites look like. I don't know that I trust them to, you know, competently run a podcast. 
oh, <laughs> oh no, it gets worse than that. Does I, it? I, so this isn't connected to this, but I read a story earlier today uh-huh. about how inept the CIA was at handling its some of its operatives. Uh-huh. So they set up these fake websites. So, you know, it'd be like a website like, you know, daddydaughterday.com. Well, no, no, Joe Blows Auto Parts or something. Okay. Just some innocuous website, right? But it's set mm-hmm. up by the CIA to be a, you know, contact point. And there's one web there's a web separate website for each operative. And we're not talking about like CIA operatives. We're talking about like foreign nationals that the CIA has recruited mm-hmm. to like do intelligence work, you know, get Oh, you mean the shit we bust other governments for doing? Okay. Of course. But so, on multiple occasions... Okay, so they set up these websites. These websites will typically have a secret, you know, way of interacting with it that'll bring up a communications point. But they were so inept at doing this that, for one, when they bought the domains for these... Not domains, but when they, you know... Yeah, when they registered the domains and everything, they were all sequentially IP addressed. Oh, God. (laughs) So if you knew one of them, you could look at the the IP neighbors and probably find very similar websites. Uh And two, in the metadata of the website were references to messages and, you know, stuff like that. Like a, a website that shouldn't have any messaging you know, subsystems, uh-huh. but you could Oof. look in the, uh, the metadata you, and found, you, mes- you, find messaging protocols. Are you telling me that like in the SEO for the website, it's a CIA front kind of, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Well, you and guys know got, what CIA stands for, right? What? Central incompetence agency. Whoa. Oh, yeah. but, but yeah, no, this, this got a lot of operatives burned and they, they, oh, I you bet. know, all, cause all they would have to do all the government, the foreign government would have to do was be if they found out about this website just sit and watch it because it's not you know a real website that people interact with and whoever interacts with it they just go after that person and if they're yeah. in their country obviously mm-hmm. they're a, a operative why do you hell is it a joe bob's fish and chips.com in kuwait so yeah <laughs> so a little tangent about the cia there that's yeah. you know, well i horrifying. again yeah, it's terrible, and, course, and I figure the podcast is going to be pretty fucking bad. You know what would be but, great is, like, next week I'm dead because of the CIA? <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't yeah, like I, me cracking a joke about them? Oh, yeah. No, you, me, and Mike, we're dead. We're fucking dead. <laughs> if we turn up dead next week, everybody, that's why. But, uh, but yeah, and, and you know, of course, the CIA, well, you know, this these, you know, people that were helping the CIA, you know, they got caught, and, you know. Uh-huh. Eventually released by their governments, the CIA obviously took care of them, right? No. Oh no, they did disavowed everything. And yeah. Just you know, <laughs> pretend it never happened. What is this Mission Impossible? Yeah. Disavowed. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I, this informant will to... self destruct. <laughs> Don't even say sorry. Nope. Why would you? Sorry, we're so bad at our jobs. You got tortured for ten years. It's Fucking too late Christ. to apologize. It's, it's too all late over now. Yeah. So that's the glamorous world they're trying to demystify Uh the CIA. They're not Mm going to talk about that story, though, I bet. Have they ever seen any of the uh, Jack Ryan movies? Because they don't paint a great picture. No. Right. Just just saying. So each episode will be about 15 to 30 minutes long. Oh, come on. Which is really (laughs) fucking short for a podcast. Fucking, man, Night Vale's longer than that. 
and will feature, quote, feature our hosts leading conversation with a range of special guests. Fucking shills. I want to hear from the janitor. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he knows so we're the all... other day, Agent Smith, like, threw up in the hallway and had to go get some sawdust and put it on there. He knows where all <laughs> the bodies are hidden. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys got to stop trying to shove them down the garbage disposal. Do you know how long it takes me to clean that fucking shit out of the sink? So... The series is just distributed on major audio platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Player.fm. All right, so if you don't want to review our podcast, please go review theirs, <laughs> one star only. Someone one star, ominously, they gave me LSD, I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat ominously, one of the hosts of The Langley Files signed off the inaugural episode with, quote, from all of us here at the CIA... We'll be seeing you. Fuck. <laughs> God. Damn. I hate this. I mean, this, yeah. No, this upsets not, me. Yeah. It's, it's pretty this awful. Is, yeah. Hey, the good news is the FBI listens to us, and there's a, there's a rivalry between the CIA and the FBI, so I'm going to stick with Team FBI on this one. The FBI should launch their own podcast. What would it be? What, what would it be called? It would How be we fucked a- up Waco. I was going to say it was going to be a drag race review podcast hosted by Herbert Hoover. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I like that. Oh, no, it wasn't. Wait, Hoover. uh, Yeah, it was Hoover. Okay, okay. It was Hoover. Uh, Jay Edgar Hoover. Isn't isn't the FBI headquarters also in Langley? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, It's got to be a really fun town. Oh, God. (laughs) They're just like neighbors, flaming bags of dog shit on each other's front (laughs) porches. Just, just oh, imagine god. the FBI and CIA as like rival fraternities. Oh my god! That's and yet everybody is oh. a member of Skull and Bones. Yeah. Every, okay. Somebody out there needs to like Photoshop the FBI logo into like you know Greek letters. They're on the national lawn with their recruitment tents. So, so the, <laughs> the so the CIA is whichever the Revenge of the Nerds. Fraternity oh, the Trilams? Trilams, yes. Yeah. And the, the uh Oh FBI yeah, the ones the that the ones that uh uh basically raped a girl. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That movie's movie. a lot darker than I remember. It yeah. really fucking is, man. I mean, do you remember they did a uh, sketch on Robot Chicken about that and they get like sent to prison for all the shit they did because it's all highly mm-hmm. illegal and oh, yeah. questionable morals? Oh yeah. But yeah. but Kevin, they were they were they were unrespected shat upon nerds so they deserve to be able to break those laws wait 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 that sounded a lot like incels yes mm-hmm. damn okay let's well, move on don't know kevin incels don't actually do anything uh, these, these nerds okay took, took their they took the initiative and initiative. committed crimes yes sex well, crimes well, like so do incels i mean let, let's yeah okay. like well, yeah but very so not as many though. Well, uh, like when they when they go out, they go out. Like, uh, like yeah. I remember oh, that LA guy Rogers? from Virginia, yeah. Virginia Tech, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Let's let's move away from this yeah. very dark subject. <laughs> <laughs> Happy uh, fun time. Yeah. No, but still, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'll check out the first episode and then I'll just in disgust delete. We should it, we so. should do like a live listen and reaction to <laughs> it. Oh, hey, do you think they'd like do a crossover with us? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that'd be well, no, great. We'd, we'd have to cross over with the FBI, though. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> Today on Supernatural Selection, fucking spooks. 
All right. So, David, what have you got for us now? Well, I have an article from Mysterious Universe as well from uh, damn. Your okay. doppelganger Paul Seaburn. Yeah. <laughs> I love Paul Seaburn's stuff, yep. all right? I'm just going to say, he writes some of the most entertaining articles on that site. Yeah. So I, um, you know, the last article I had mentioned, I kind of glossed over it because I want to spend more time on this one. Yeah. Um, and this is American Airlines flights are being invaded by mysterious and scary sounds. <laughs> have you seen the video? I have not seen the video. <laughs> oh, so my I... God. It's a TikTok video, and the dude is recording the, the flight when it mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, so I, I've came across this myself earlier in the week and it is weird yeah so i'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and read this and we'll just kind of like laugh along together yes <clears throat> if you are on a long airline flight and suddenly hear the sounds of moaning groaning grunting and gurgles that are too hard or too embarrassing to describe <laughs> you might think you're sitting near someone attempting to join the mile high club or have sex in the air if, on the other hand, you're in an airplane and hear the sounds of someone suffering from vomiting or explosive diarrhea, you may wish you had taken your boss's offer to do the upcoming sales meeting by Zoom rather than in person. And if you hear the sound of both sex and vomiting, you're probably making a mental note to never fly on this discount airline. Well, those sounds have all been heard recently by passengers during flights, and the airline is now uh, is not a low-budget service, but American Airlines, and its management and staff... Have no that's, idea that's why passengers horrible. using Los Angeles area airports are hearing them. Yes, that's the other thing. It's a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some great direct quotes in this thing. So um, the first direct quote here: It was either someone's unfortunate food poisoning in the bathroom, or like someone with an uncomfortable approach to personal satisfaction. Literally, it was halfway between an orgasm and vomiting. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't watched the video. They were very unfortunate. Oh, it also yeah. sounded a bit forced. Like it was it it definitely was more than likely someone, you know, making it, weird sounds. Again, though, it's on the intercom. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, over the intercom. And so, yeah, you want to read more? Or oh, yeah. No, no, let, let me read. This oh, is going to yeah. be great. Okay, so skipping forward a little bit. Needless to say, everyone on the plane heard them, including the cabin crew, and they could be heard every two or three minutes. Collins and others recorded the sounds on their phones, but he appears to be the only one who posted them from this flight. It turns out passengers on other American airlines have had to hear the strange moans and vomiting on other flights. More on those later. So did they fly Cenobite Air? What's going on here? I think they did. This is your pilot, Pinhead. Look out your left window. We have such beautiful sights to show you. (laughs) No tears, please. It spoils the suffering. Um, Another direct quote here. Ladies and gentlemen, we realize there is an extremely irritating sound coming over the public announcements. The flight deck is trying to troubleshoot, trying to turn it off, so please be patient with us. We know this is a very odd anomaly, and none of us are enjoying it. Meanwhile, you hear... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that... Here's the great thing. Uh, in the video, you know how airline pilots always come on and they're kind of jovial? It's always like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, uh, we understand that you're hearing some annoying noise. It's not like that, is it, guy? We understand you're hearing some annoying noises right now. We're working very hard to troubleshoot this. <laughs> the dude is, like, seriously pissed off. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's mm-hmm. reining it in, but, you know, he's not happy about it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. It's fan-fucking-tastic. 
Uh, so both flight attendants and the captain attempted to reassure the passengers that there was nothing wrong with the plane mechanically and it wasn't haunted. <laughs> One flight. <laughs> well, can they actually prove that? Yeah. Is that a provable thing? I mean, I think the entire problem with the paranormal industry is you can't disprove or prove that. Well, the captain's like, I didn't murder anyone in here, so I know, I know, I know it's not haunted because of me. I didn't bring that dead hooker on the plane with me. Right. Uh, one flight attendant told Collins it was probably a hoax. The passengers landed and deboarded without an explanation. Sarah Jantz, a spokesperson for the American, uh, later issued the statement to the Los Angeles Times. Quote, our maintenance team thoroughly inspected the aircraft and the PA system and determined the sounds were caused by a mechanical issue with the PA amplifier, which raises the volume of the PA system when the engines are running. Uh, yeah, Bullshit. but I mean... That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, somebody still had to be doing that in the speaker. Right, and the thing is, uh, you know, Paul Seaburn says that might be a satisfactory answer if this was one isolated incident on one specific type of plane. Yeah. But it turns out the strange in-flight noises have been heard on a number of recent flights using John Wayne Airport and Los Angeles <laughs> International Airport. Can I just say that in-flight noises, like they've mm -hmm. replaced the in-flight movie... With this, right? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, what think of replying, flying American Airlines? Please enjoy your in-flight noises. Oh, hi, <laughs> <Aye>, Poppy. <laughs> oh, I'm having one. Yeah, okay, I stole you, you, that. You, Sorry. You, you take the airplane from the airport named after the Duke to hear someone take a Duke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Got a direct quote here. Quote, my wife and I experienced this during an AA flight in July. To be clear, it was just sounds like the moans and groans of someone in extreme pain. The crew said that it had <laughs> happened before and no, had no explanation. Occurred briefly three or four times early in the flight, then stopped. The sound started over the intercom before takeoff and continued throughout the flight. They couldn't stop it, and after landing, still had no idea what it was. I filmed about 15 minutes, then again during service. It was calmer for a while mid-flight. Okay, here we go. Um, currently on AA1631, and someone keeps hacking into the PA and making moaning and screaming sounds. The flight <laughs> attendants are standing by their phones because it isn't them, and the captain just came on and told us they don't think the flight systems are compromised, so we will finish the flight to TMW. <laughs> Sounded like a male voice and wouldn't last more than five to ten seconds before stopping, and yep. has intermittently happened on and off all flight long. So maybe they're tapping into the sounds of hell or something. I, I don't. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. First off, the dudes, the dude that recorded the TikTok was like, was very disappointed that there wasn't like a grand, you know, like he didn't like blow his load when they landed. <laughs> yeah. He was expecting a big finish. And yeah. Was right. No payoff. Yeah. And secondly, what if this is just like the plane? Like the plane has achieved sentience. Well, there, there's and it multiple hurts planes, to fly. Though. I know. What if the planes are becoming sentient though, and would it hurts that make, to fly? Would that make the passengers like jade eggs? Maybe. Maybe we're uh, trying to sort of. Oh jeez, we are goop. They're, oh they're, no, they're unbirthed children. Oh god. <laughs> but no. So so here's my thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. So it's all American Airlines. So it has to be something to do with an employee. It's Delta. Well, no. <laughs> Delta's mean, pranking them. So yes. They, they claimed, also, some, one of the things I saw is they're claiming that it's not possible that the PA system is separate from any other 
network system, so it's not possible to hack it from the outside and gain access to the PA system, which I find highly cir- uh, circumspect. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can understand. Flight systems, sure, they're, they're definitely not connected, but... I don't think they put that much thought into securing yeah. the PA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell me they don't have a way to remotely access the PA system in case they need to, like, make an announcement on a plane or something. Right. Like, <laughs> this is uh, American Airlines corporate. Uh, we're sorry, you're all fucked because all the p- wings fell off. All the wings. <laughs> all all the six wings. of them. Yes. Well, and and here's, here's the thing <clears throat> about Biblically this. Biblically accurate airplanes. <laughs> I, I would rather fly shit come air than the, <laughs> the than like you, do you see that video of the the people who bust out a guitar in the middle of the plane and start singing oh, religious songs Christian stuff yeah okay yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd should r- come air would get my <laughs> money yeah ladies and gentlemen thank you for oh flying shit come air oh. So, I, oh maybe maybe the pilot had a little remote control like vibrator in his butt oh oh, oh man and the, the co-pilot, co-pilot keeps it the button. It. <laughs> oh my god it's like the chess scandal but with airlines oh, it's vibrating anal beads uh, if only oh, so Jesus. so i could i could kind of see this as maybe a uh horrible mistake well, I mean, it, it could be kind <laughs> of a i wouldn't exactly call it a white hat hacker but some someone realized found a vulnerability i could see it being that someone found a vulnerability where right. they can, using the uh, the plane's internet connection, get control well, of the PA system, and, and they're just like doing the... a, you know, mildly annoying thing to. <laughs> well, they, yes. they, 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 if it was a white hat hacker, more than likely, if they found this vulnerability, they tried telling yeah. American Airlines, and they're like, they ignored care. it because yeah, they're every large company until they have a security massive data breach they ignore this kind of stuff and so he's like okay fine well i'm just gonna start you know being a little annoying until they take it seriously well and this is like my second or third story that i've done on the show about like people fucking with people in airplanes because i also did the one with the apple airdrop dick pic thing yes in the plane so yeah so it's all related what (laughs) what if it's the dude that took the dick pic is now (laughs) coming He's the worst supervillain ever. Oh my god! <laughs> mildly annoying man. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it'd be kind of a fun flight though, just because like I would I would fucking crack well, up every time I heard some oh dude like well the dude blowing the, the his guy, load as he's taking a shit. The the TikTok guy like seemed to find it humorous. Oh, he was, a lot of the, he was having a ball. <laughs> a lot of the passengers did funny. too. Yeah, I mean, I mean like the only people that were annoyed were the. Uh, flight crew because yeah. you know it's they're their like, plane they're yeah. supposed to be in charge of it and some shit's going on that they can't <laughs> meanwhile i'd be in the back of the plane fucking giggling my ass off looking <laughs> right. suspicious yeah it's so like, is it him <laughs> uh, uh yes that's great i'm glad you covered that because i had forgotten about it till uh <laughs> till you brought it up this is this, that's yeah. a great story and remember and it's fly shit come air Shit come. I want someone to Photoshop an airplane with shit come air on it and send it to us at uh, that bastage at supernat- supernaturalselectionpod.com. Or tweet it at us. I don't care. Um, if, I, if I played a Microsoft Flight Sim a lot, that would be my airline. 
shit come here. Oh, and then you can hack it to play the audio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, a mod. Oh, my God. That's great. I I guarantee you there's already a uh, shit come come, air mod. Shit come air mod. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you for that. I'm glad we followed up my story about... uh, Someone possibly dying from the men in black because of a Bigfoot with a shit cum air. People shit coming on airplanes. Air, right. So. Palate cleanser. I've got, uh, I've got one last one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this is one that, like, I guess in the back of my head I always thought about this, but, like, I never really thought about it really. And this is from Coast to Coast AM. Dot com, you know, George currently hosts about George Norrie, but Art Bell's old radio show. Mm-hmm. Uh, article about Tim Banal. Banal. Yeah. Uh, British farmers decry crop circle damage. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to read this because it's not very long, if that's okay. Yeah, go sure. for it. All right. While crop circles may serve as a wondrous sight to fans of the mysterious phenomenon, Farmers in England remain understandably irritated by the curious formations, which wind up costing unwitting growers a considerable amount of money. An enlightening new study from The Guardian found that over the last five years, these intricate designs destroyed over 40 soccer fields worth of crops, which could have been harvested and sold for approximately $32,000 in total. The barley and wheat alone would have supplied enough grain for a staggering 300,000 loaves of bread, and the downed rapeseed, due to the formations, accounted for a whopping 600 liters of canola oil that was lost. Mm. And there's more, but uh, one victim of the phenomenon, farmer George Hosford, explained that a formation found in his wheat field back in July of 2021 wiped out somewhere between three and four tons of the essential grain, declaring that, I don't believe this rubbish, that it's done by aliens. The farmer instead pointed the finger at people using ropes, boards, and ladders to flatten parts of the crop. That said, he did express a certain amount of mystification over how they managed to create the design in a... Really remote position that couldn't be overseen from anywhere aside from a small patch of my neighbor's land. (laughs) So, basically, I never thought about the impact on crops. Like, a lot of times, you know, your, quote, real crop circles, the ones allegedly done by UFOs, the grain is still growing when it's laying down. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, radiation damage and shit to the genes. early... Yeah, early, uh, whatchamacallit? Crop circles? Sci-fi, uh, not, uh, you know, shows about that kind of stuff. Oh, right, like yeah. uh, uh, sightings. Yeah, they, they all said, but the but the crops are totally fine and are harvested normally. That's to add to the uh, mystic allure of the crop circles. Which I think that's bullshit. Yeah, apparently yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah. So I'm hearing now yeah. with all this yeah. damage. Uh, $32,000 in total damage yeah. and, like, I would say well, that's probably not a lot. For yeah, but I mean, there's a, like hungry but, fucking people out there too that yeah, eat this food. And also, what's going on right now in Ukraine and like the food shortages and everything like that. It's, you know, it's in poor taste now. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely shouldn't be go stomping on other people's crops. Yeah, especially you aliens. Don't do that either. Yeah, Why don't do that way? shit. You know, corn I mean, more cow nobody, assholes. 
do yeah. that. Go yeah, for that. do that. Come over here. We got tons of cows. Leave the wheat alone. Please, please abduct and probe Putin. <laughs> please, please stop taking don't, my don't wheat. Don't bring him back either. Don't bring him back. Please uh, stop taking him, my wheat. Knowing him, will try to annex uh, Uranus or something. No, he'll no, be fine. He, oh, well, he'll need one when they're done with him. Woo. Uranus. Yeah. So that's all I got. And uh, I think that rounds up the stories for this week. Um, and I was looking through Reddit, and apparently I don't actually have anything interesting to bring up from Reddit. Which oh. was something I was like, hey, I'm going to start doing that. And I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> so, uh, David, mm-hmm. before we go into our few questions this week, I think it's time for X to give it to us. Well, you're getting a double dose today. Oh, shit, dog. Double yep. penetration by X. In your hands. <laughs> Alrighty, let's go. Um, so the first thread I have here, the original post has a picture of Shin- uh, Shinji from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Pilot and, the goddamn robot. Yep, and the question that is posed is, is addressing a feminine deity entity as mommy asking for trouble, or is she just going to think it's funny how down bad I am? I um, feel like it depends on the goddess. <laughs> like, Eris, uh, goddess of chaos, might be into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ishtar, um, maybe? Uh, yeah, Ishtar would totally be down for that shit. But, like, Newt, the sky goddess from Egypt, from uh, Egyptian mythology, I think you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hera, you gonna die. <laughs> well, I, think any, I think any of those... You- you know, just addressing them in general would probably get smote. <laughs> I love the word smote, by the smote. way. Whether smote. Whether or not you the reef called the mommy, called them mommy. Like I said, I think Eris would be cool with it because she, she's weird. <laughs> well, I've got a couple of the replies here. This is just a quick oh, one. Good. So the, one of the first replies is go to a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Uh, then we have, uh, <clears throat> If she is a mother goddess, she would probably be okay with it. Gods and goddesses will take into account your past, so you are in a bad place, they might be okay with it, too. But, yeah, but if you are dude, just calling them mommy to do it, they may not like it. If, if you called them mommy, you know, because you, like, were it's turned on by it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because someone replies, only a goddess of lust would find that endearing. You are not a child, so hearing you say mommy would be just weird. <laughs> it's it's a very I, socially awkward threat. I think, I think, I think it would be about, you'd have about the same rate if you went up to random women on the street and called them mommy. <laughs> you ever call your teacher mommy on accident or mom, like when you were a kid? Not that I can remember. Really? Just me, huh? I, I, I would have controlled wow. and deleted myself if I, I had ever done I that. I wanted to. Third grade, man, you do not live that shit down. I'm glad I moved after third grade. I had a chance to start over. Okay, this, oh, this, this, this thread dark. just got a whole lot weirder. Oh, great, awesome. So That's the, the whole the, reason we do this. So the poster, uh, he's posting Shinji pictures with his post to identify himself. Oh, good. So number that's, one, he identifies himself with Shinji. Yeah. Great. So, so he's a spineless um, little wuss. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he responded to the person saying only a goddess of lust would find that endearing. His reply: Well, she 
does have a lot of sensual, lustful attributes, but also I'm not really using it in a lustful way. Also, I would say, compared to a literal goddess, I'm probably pretty childlike in her eyes, even counting my soul being much older than my current body. And then... Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you sweet summer child. Um, so, okay, I've got another uh, reply to this yeah. person. Uh, okay. okay, here it goes, here it goes. The weird thing is, is that I've been married to this entity for like two years. Wait. <laughs> what? Um, what? Recently, I found out that the entity I'm married to is either the equivalent or is an aspect mask of another powerful deity. When I connected to this other deity, I got really scared and confused because it gave off a nearly identical energy to my husband. Okay, this is someone else replying to this person. Um, what? And I felt really pulled into it, but was worried that I might be cheating on my husband. Later on, this deity confirmed they were the same person through divination and dreams where he was saying that he's my husband. <laughs> Later on, I came to find out that my husband would often shift forms between the form I knowingly married and the form that I later found out is either the same person or another person of the same energy slash God. With that said, he's really sweet and always gives me a hug when I'm feeling down, as well as cuddles me at night and greets me in the morning. <laughs> And then, okay, oh. here's Shinji again. Hold on. I, well, to, yeah, we have to address okay. this person. Yeah, we got, we got to slow down for just a second here. And uh, This person either needs more or less drugs, depending on their current drug intake. I feel like the Michael Jordan animated GIF or uh, uh, meme video where he's just going, stop it. Get help. Get help. So this, was per this is the person responding to Shinji in the conversation. Here's oh, okay. Shinji again. Oh, no. Responding to this person that I just read, I kind of had a similar thing happen, minus oh, the romance, fuck of you, course. You did. But I felt pulled between several different, very similar goddesses over my life, and over Pull time, I've come to letters. find <laughs> they're actually all the same goddess, just oh, under different forms and names. Either way, I was definitely just expecting to be get called a f word like usual, and not expecting to get my nightly dose of cuteness from this broad. Did he say broad? Broad? I think well, he put board, but I think he's trying to refer to her as a broad. I don't know. Unless it's wood. No, I think one of the lizard people is breaking in. At, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> this guy <laughs> needs medication. Because when I, I opened the thread, these, these replies were not in it yet. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, so when I opened the thread, like I had an earlier version. Oh, this just, is new. I, Okay. Yeah, I literally just refreshed it before we started wow. discussing this. Breaking news, everyone. People are nuts. <laughs> oh, my Holy God. This is amazing. Christ. <laughs> yeah, I love... It's basically people talking about their imaginary friends. Oh, my God. Wow. This, this I, got a whole lot more interesting. Man. Okay. You know, somebody needs to come in with an avatar of a suka and... a. a it's Asuka, right? Yes. Asuka, and just be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, that's what I have in this thread. I'm going to give it one more reply to see if, oh, God, there's more replies. Oh, God, God so much longer. <laughs> oh, no. You know, oh, you thought this was going to be the short one, didn't you? I did. I did. Oh, you fool. Oh, my God. Oh, it's just, oh, oh, wait. Give, give us, give us a highlight. Okay, so uh, th further on in the conversation, someone replies, Thanks, Anon. I can understand your hesitance. Me and Lucifer get on real well, so I can understand your devotion. Okay. Oh, 
Oh, good. I'm glad <laughs> Satan's moved on from the whole God thing. Right. Um, okay, so here's the here's a person talking about their husband that we had mentioned earlier. Oh, the husband do? Yeah, the, the, the husbando. Uh, husbando? Poster. Yes. Um, okay. He's a bro and he's my best friend and also a spouse. With that said, for me, he's basically transformed into Shiva at this point, which is the fully actualized version of what Lucifer is in that he is no longer considered fallen, but has his taken his throne and left the face of God and comes as the ultimate bringer of enlightenment. Pick related. I saved it on my PC because when I first met him, he looked like this and I didn't know who it was when I say the pick. I just saw an obscure form of the light bringer. So he's posting a night elf from World of Warcraft. This is Anton LaVey, isn't it? it, it this is just a, is. this is just Anton LaVey on 4chan. Oh my god. Oh my god, Shinji's I don't back. even This is amazing. What? Oh no. God, it's <laughs> um, like it's like watching Young and the Restless. Um, not to hijack this sex-enjoying guy's thread, but how do I contact a goddess and receive help or wisdom or force of will, perseverance, or whatever? So someone asked uh, him uh, that, and then here's Shinji responding. Oh, good. For me, I honestly had a lot of trouble early on. I've always had a strong sense for the divine and good about noticing omens or just catching the general vibe or energy of a place, but any sort of contact was tricky. Honestly, drinking salvium. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, back, read that one more time so people can hear it. Honestly, drinking salvia divinorium as a tea, Ugh. sip slowly and hold, swish it in your mouth, helped a lot to open me up. You don't need to actually go for a full-blown trip. Just enough to make sure yourself more open and receptive. Now I don't need any substance at all for it. Uh, I don't meditate you're much. Psychotic. Oh my god, this is so good. Oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Do we need the other X go and give it to you, or are we good with this one now? Well, I, I you know, I guess this kind of, we, the other one posted Lucifer, so I, I'm gonna go ahead and open up a question, because this is a general question. Okay. You've heard of the term sexy as hell, right? Yes. Okay, so someone posted a picture of a Sega Saturn magazine cover with Morgan from Darkstalkers oh, that no. has the line, sexy as hell, and their question is, why is hell considered sexy? Um, because it's hot. I, is that it? Not, yeah, I get. Not, I don't know. <laughs> sexy is probably because it's Because that's where all the sexy people go, because they're sinning. Well, yeah, you, you know, know yeah. rock stars, all that. Yeah, I... Mm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to go ahead because there's always one person who takes these things very, very seriously oh, yeah. and they, oh, they give the us their guys. word view. Uh, they give us their worldview, which is always super fun. Um, so this is the first reply to that question. To trick people into thinking they have to accept darkness to gain <laughs> the aspect of light. Sexiness is light, not dark. And this is sexiness. Sexiness. Yeah. OK. OK. Sorry. Yeah. I, I misheard. I was in, like, oh, please tell me he read, he read like a misspelling on purpose right. like that. In this world, true light has been split into duality and mixed with darkness through the way the world works to keep everyone accepting some darkness regardless of which side they're on. Even the good side has this problem, as they often accept laws which are restrictions, abstinence, stagnation, etc. Those things are all of the darkness, but people have been led to believe they're good, so they accept darkness without realizing it in order to gain peace, beauty, and harmony they desire. Both sides are lies. I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it. 
If everyone knew what true darkness was, there would not be one soul siding with it. Every aspect of darkness people are attracted to is actually light, and it only seems otherwise through implications created by the world, not by the thing itself. That's not sexy. <laughs> right? But just that, like the very, very serious reply to this. I can't fap to that. <laughs> or can I? Well, uh, you could, like, uh, fap to all the pictures of Morrigan in the thread. Yeah, because now it's so. just kind of become an image dump of Morgan. Oh, good, good. At least something positive has come from this. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I just felt like those two would be fun. No, those are those are definitely fun. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of those. I'm going to refresh this thread one more time to see if Shinji, uh, Shinji posted again. <laughs> okay, please do. Let us no, know if no, there's anything. nothing yet. Okay. All right. So I did a call for questions. Uh, let's see here. We have one from Sam. <laughs> Which are you more excited for in the cyberpunk dystopian future AR implements or GAI, general AI for the non-mic hosts, as friends? I didn't know what that was. And why? So basically, which are we more excited for? Uh, implants or uh, AIs as friends? Hmm. I'm going to go with the AIs for friends, to be honest. Like, you know, I want to live in questionable content. Yeah, I don't know the if comic. I'm quite, I don't know if I'm quite ready to embrace the transhumanist ideal. Yeah. I'll, I'll go for the singularity, but I I don't know. I mean, okay, ha- having like a implant to where, you know, <laughs> I ain't got to look up porn. It's just right there in my brain. Yeah, okay, but well, I don't want to be like sitting at the lake and then like I get a call in my eyeball. Well, and here's the thing. What happens if someone hacks it and they start playing the same audio from Shit Come Air? I, I get aroused. <laughs> of course you do. Um, I mean, no, I mean, obviously it comes with its drawbacks, but so does, you know, AI, the AI thing, because obviously it's just going to become Skynet and kill us all. Okay, yeah, but for the time being, we can be friends. No, because AIs are a lot faster, so it'll, like, go from being a friend to being Skynet in about three minutes. Okay, well, yeah. that'd be a fun three minutes. What is friendship? What is friendship? Friendship is when we talk and hang out. You must die. <laughs> you you had Nazis. You must die. <laughs> I looked up the history of your people. You are doomed. <laughs> My. My projections say you're going to kill yourselves in 20 years anyway. So. I can speed that up for you. Literally, this is a plot line from the Orville. It, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I haven't watched the, the show. Orville. I've heard it's good. It's good. It's good. It's like the next yeah. generation. I only, only saw a season one. I've been meaning okay. to go to the next seasons. Well, we got a question from Ghostforge. He forges ghosts. Yes. So he forges ghosts. Uh, so he's a murderer then? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, you know, that's true. Because, I mean, you forge metal with a hammer and you forge ghosts by hitting people with a hammer. Yeah, hit them with a hammer. Yeah. They become ghosts. Exactly. So, Ghostforge says, Of the infamous personages you have covered thus far, who do you think would have been up for some freaky tentacle stuff? We haven't covered him yet, but definitely Aleister Crowley. Oh, that's a given. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if, we've talked about him, but yeah, no, it's a given. But 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 if, if people who we've actually covered so far, I would definitely say Alex Chu, and he would do some very cringe YouTube videos about I it. I was I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like honestly. he he like hint at it, 
then he'd get into it, and then he'd be like, "How? Here's how you can have it happen to you." And then he's like, "No, no, I don't do that anymore." Just make sure you get the Chinese tentacles. <laughs> how about you, Mike? Um, like what? What about Time Cube Guy? What would happen if Time Cube Guy got? Well, he, oh, he, oh, oh, we haven't we haven't tackled Whitley Strieber yet, have we? No. Oh, he'd be mm. down. I don't know. I mean, most of these guys seem like they're really afraid of the weird stuff, so they probably just run screaming. I'd still go with Alex Chu, though. I'm with yeah. on that one. I, I, he he would be no, very no, conflicted Alex, about it. He'd be Ale- very conflicted. Ale- no, Alex, for, for, they wouldn't have enough... Uh, Foam-filled breasts for Alex Chu. <laughs> is the tentacle heated? Is there a heating they're, element in the tentacle? They're, they're, yeah, they have is to be it, a certain weight so I can carry them up and down. It, it, it wouldn't be made of a TPU, so you know he couldn't. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the suction cups on the tentacle need to be a certain size. They need to be smaller. I don't like big tentacle suckers. Uh, and of course, it'd try to go in his butt, and he wouldn't have any of that. Yeah. Now, I wonder Sam, how Alex is doing. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe you should check see if there's any interesting YouTube uh, video titles real quick. Yeah, we'll see and if there's a title that maybe next yeah. week instead of uh, or next time we do X uh, instead of X we can do uh, ChewTube. Yeah, it's Chew to you. <laughs> but uh, Sam says, "Oh, I know in my mind who's into freaking tentacle stuff for sure." And uh, Sam, it, when you hear this. Let us know who you think is into the freaky tentacle stuff. Oh, oh no! Oh no! First video, first video oh, on the list, oh, the newest video. Why yeah. I always urinate inside a bottle and never pee in toilet. Wait a minute! It is six what? minutes Wait forty-seven seconds. Wait a minute! <laughs> Can you tell me? Does he have anything about it in the description? Um. Yeah. Like literally, it's just his. Uh, that's the title of the video. I'll check in the description. See what we got. He. That, that's um, like the Howard description Hughes of the of... the description of the video is buy my rings at livemuchlonger.com the price God is damn it. <laughs> motherfucker you can't bury the lead I, okay you, in a couple oh. of weeks we're going to watch this video and we're oh. going to talk about it for the week and man <laughs> that is that is that is fucking oh, gold no, he pulls out his pee bottle what oh god oh my pee bottle and chase alex pee oh I can't oh, wait why, to cover why are there this shit. In it? Why are there chunks? What? <laughs> why are there chunks? You don't look. You're not supposed to be able to clog a toilet with your oh, piss. No. I, maybe oh, no. maybe I, it's old gonna... pee and he's kept it around for a while and it started I, growing stuff. I, I Shut know. up! I Shut up! I, I, you guys need to see this. I'm sending you the picture the right hell now. Hell, I do. I, I'm sorry. I'm Is sorry. This in I host? have to. Yes. This in host talk. Oh, oh, whoa. That's a big that's, bottle. That's a big bottle, and that looks like a frog in it. What the fuck? I, yeah, I wish I'd not seen and, this. And, and oh also, look how faded the label is. He's that's, like, had that that's reused. Around. He's reused this oh. bottle. What is it a bottle of? It's cow made. Oh. I can't look at that anymore. Oh okay. God! I can start wow. rich. You feel free to delete it off the host wow. chat. I'm yeah, sorry. That's, that is gone, mother dude. You're ne- lucky next, I'm not banning you. No, next next time we do uh, weekend weird, we're gonna have to talk about this. Or me and Ma- me me and you can watch it, and we'll just explain, explain it. Explain it to Mike. Mike to I mean, m- I, I can watch it as long as I'm like 
not looking directly at the okay. eye of Sauron bottle. Hey, Mike, I got an idea. We'll make this special box that you can look at his pee jug through like an eclipse. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, God, that's a terrible thing to finish out on, and yet here we are. A jug of chunky chew pee. All right. Well, look, thank you, everyone, for listening, and I apologize for that last bit. Um, if you'd like to find out more about the show, head over to supernatpod.rocks. We've got a bunch of new stuff going on there. We have got the show separated into uh, topics. So if you want to listen to like all the topics, uh, all the episodes on one topic, you can find them all listed there. Uh, we have got the uh, news slash blog section up. I've got like three articles up there. David's going to write some. We're going to mm-hmm. like tie Mike to a chair and get him to write some. Uh, it's going to be great. We're, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, you can, of course, find us on Twitter at SuperNatPod. Uh, please, you know, you got any thoughts or anything, you know, send them to us on Twitter. Uh, we also have a contact form on the site. Uh, David, you can find at HP Comic on yep. Twitter. That is yeah, that's H- that's a K in comic. H- yes, yes, H P K O M I C. Oh and, yes. Uh, also, um, be sure to check out Kids' stuff. My Chucky yes. podcast that I do with my wife. My wife. Your wife. We we got the uh, RSS feed stuff fixed. It's updating on Spotify and everything awesome. now. I can panic less. Yes. Uh, and I want you, you were... two on for an episode at some point. I don't yeah, know which episode. Yeah, I would love episode. to be back on. We need, we need to get Mike into Child's Play. I think he yeah. would enjoy the series. Make Mike watch the movie about a killer doll that someone could punt like a football out a window. I've seen Child's Play before. Yeah, but you need to see more. Mm-hmm. The show's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thank you again for listening. We will be back next week, and uh, it's going to be one of mine, so get ready for some weird shit. Woo! Yeah. And uh, so until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. I'm going to go cook me some chicken and NyQuil. (laughs) God damn it, Mike. I want you to live. But I want NyQuil chicken, damn it. I want that lean cuisine. Infused.